What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Happy New Year. I'm so excited for 2023 to kick things off. I've got an incredible guest for you. She, we are popping her podcast, Cherry. So be nice, sit back, relax, and tune in. She is an organizational development coach, high performance coach, a woman's empowerment coach, and the CEO of Quesenberry Consulting, also the creator of Start With Compassion Framework. Please welcome Amy Quesenberry. Amy, welcome to the show. We are excited to have you. Let us, you know, not introduce yourself, but tell us a little bit about your consulting framework, where you're going and everything you got going on for yourself. Wow, Deanna, what an incredible intro. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited to be here and really launch what I'm doing, Quisenberry Consulting and Start With Compassion here. So it's an honor and a pleasure. Um, as you mentioned, I'm the CEO and founder of Quisenberry Consulting. And really what I do is I provide workshops and coaching to individuals, teams, and companies. And I focus on elevating the employee and customer experience. And I do this through compassion. And this is based based on a proprietary framework that I created, I trademarked it. And the framework, as you mentioned, is called Start With Compassion. And it's a multi-step process that leads to actions that can really help to transform the way you think about not only your personal, but the professional interactions that you have. And I'm just so excited to share the framework with you and your listeners today. Well, me too. I think compassion is a very key component to to a lot of things in life, success, being, you know, being compassionate towards others is a very valuable um, gift to have, you know, and I think along the way with us in society, we kind of lose that a little bit, especially if we are, I mean, how about like this past holiday season, you know, people in the retail space probably didn't have a lot of compassion towards their customers because they were burnt out, you know, tired of the people coming in and, and complaining about this, that, or the other thing. So what, what exactly was your um, inspiration? Yeah. You know, I, it started with self-compassion, very much of what you just spoke about. Yeah. You talk about people in the customer service realm, right? Giving, 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 compassion fatigue. It's a real thing out there, right? How are you filling your own cup? Yeah. I wasn't filling my own cup for nobody's fault, but, but my own, sure. you can't give what you don't have. And so through self-discovery, through healing myself, listen, life is not easy. Just walking the planet is difficult, right? And so what are you doing to fill your cup? You know, whether it's a life coach or a therapist or meditation or walking around the block, what is it? Just yeah. quiet time, reading a book. What are you doing to give yourself something back so that you can show up as a person that when you, I always say, when you go to bed and lay your head on your pillow, how quiet is it here? Are you proud of what you did? Do you feel good about how you conducted yourself that day? Yeah. Compassion, self-compassion and compassion toward others is central to that. Yeah, I I 100% agree. I, for me personally, I used to be my previous life being, a, you know, as a vice president of key accounts and business operations, I did not have a lot of compassion towards 
anybody in that role. And it was really kind of just the culture of the company, you know, just that time in my life, you know, I wasn't exactly very happy and not taking care of myself. So I know from a personal place, like what that looks like for me. Now, I think I'm even probably overly compassionate, overly kind, and just really sensitive towards wanting to make sure that people are feeling valued, you know, Mm -hmm. in any area, you know, I, I do like get a little frustrated sometimes, but I try to be mindful of you don't know what someone else is going through behind the scenes or if they're exhausted or if they've, you know, just, you just don't know. And so at this point in my life, I've learned for myself that I want to be compassionate towards others. So that takes a lot of growth, right? For us Mm -hmm. to get there. So how do you go into an organization and help employees tap into that piece? Because I think that that is something that can be a little difficult to to teach. No, it's absolutely true. And the that's why the framework is so important, yeah. um, is really helping to deconstruct. Because the thing is, when you think of um, a DEI and B initiative, when you think of values and in, uh, initiative, these are all places that we want to get. It's all the end result. But what about the how? It rarely do those initiatives discuss the how. And that's what Start With Compassion does is it's the how do you do it? So if it's okay, can I just jump in and walk you through the framework? I was going to ask you. Let's do it. it. Okay. All right. So C in compassion stands for connected, right? And the reality is, is that we are all connected to each other. And when one person is in pain or struggling, we all feel it, whether we're aware of it or not. And the reality is, is that the quality of our connections, those can make or break the outcomes that we're actually looking for, right? Mm -hmm. O is for open-minded. Being open to new ideas and experiences, new ways of thinking, different processes and practices just being curious about differences without judgment, which you just mentioned, right? Without judgment, those are ways that we can experience being open-minded. When you think about it, creative problem solving, which a lot of people call the innovation process, right? Is built from the space we create in our minds by being open to new ways of thinking, And ideas, those are the strongest when we release those expectations. When you think about people who say, oh, that's the way we've always done things, right? Well, let's get rid of that, okay? And let's leap into the unknown with a growth mindset. Now, the M is for moments. Simplicity, Life is made up of a series of moments. That's what life is. It's just a series of moments. And you can make a conscious decision at any moment on how you want to show up. A moment where you might challenge the status quo and make a difference in your life or somebody else's life. And it it doesn't always have to be grand gestures, right? It yeah. Maybe it's something simple, opening a door for somebody, giving somebody a genuine smile, uh, making space for somebody as they're trying to change lanes on a busy freeway. How many yeah. of us have been like, can you please let me in? Yes. That can make or break somebody's day. It could turn somebody's day, week, month around, right? I agree. So the P is patience. Mm. 
being patient in the midst of conflict that can help us be gentle with ourselves and with others as we work through whatever struggle we may be going through. The A is awareness. And that is really being aware of your emotions and thinking deeply about the root. If you're frustrated, think about what's causing that that frustration and then acknowledge what others may be going through. And by doing that, that can create more authentic and trusting interactions with others. Now, the thing is, is that when you think about patience and awareness, those work hand in hand, right? So for instance, maybe there was a time when you snapped at somebody, right? I just talked about maybe you were frustrated, you snapped at somebody, and maybe they didn't deserve it at all. And afterwards, you feel horrible about it. But if you're aware of how you're feeling, and the why behind it, it can help you show up in a more compassionate way. Yeah, for sure. All right. So the first S, this is the single most critical component of the start with compassion framework. Silence the judger. Ooh, yes. I like that. Silence the judger. It, I, every time I say it, I get goosebumps, right? Yeah. So um, when we judge a person, we other them and we rob them of their autonomy mm-hmm. and we make the narrative about ourselves. And when we silence, and when you look at silence, the silence, the judger, it's really an umbrella under which everything that we've talked about so far, that falls under that. The reality is, is that you can't build authentic connections. You can't keep an open mind um, or have patience or be fully aware. And you definitely can't create authentic, meaningful moments if you're sitting in judgment of others or yourself. Yes. Sometimes we judge ourselves and do more damage to ourselves than anybody else could ever do, right? I agree. And the judgment, this is where biases are formed, whether it's ageism, gender bias, halo effect, affinity bias, fundamental attribution error. We all do it because that's how our brains are wired to conserve the energy. They're shortcuts, right? So we have lazy brains. And we have to be aware of that and retain our brains to focus on individual people, the interactions, the events, and see the uniqueness in each and every one. Now, taking a step back to reframe our thoughts like this, that's an act of courage. Doing so when it feels impossible, that's an act of love. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So the second S in compassion is stimulated. Mm. Because we've silenced the judger, right? We find ourselves in this moment and we realize that we may be able to help in some other way. Um, We also call this uh, taking compassionate action. When we make that decision, we become stimulated by the thought of making a difference. The results, it's it's a feeling connected and aware. And this stimulates us, right? Mm -hmm. The stimulation, it moves us forward and we become intentional in our actions. First, we first we become interested. Oh, I may be able to help somebody. And then that interest turns into feeling invested. Those two make up the I in compassion. Yeah. 
And this happens when we truly see the person or situation as deserving of our help. And we are no longer willing to dismiss that call inside of us to help. No longer willing to say someone else is going to help them. I have something else to do that's more important. And our thoughts turn to action, yeah. which leads us to the second O, onward and upward. And uh, when we help somebody, there's actually chemicals in our brain that are released. And those chemicals are dopamine and oxytocin. And these are mood boosters. They create feelings of euphoria, safety, and trust. And there's a name for this. You may have heard it. You've probably experienced it. It's called the helper's high. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, that leads us to the final piece of my framework, new heights and horizons. And that release of chemicals in our brains, that can help us transcend to new heights where we can make better decisions and our productivity and creativity can improve. Because the reality is, when you think about the, uh, when you have the best ideas, are you in a good mood or a bad mood? You're in a good mood, right? And so. The thing is, is that for this new heights and horizons, the other piece of the puzzle is that for this to happen, there has to be an awareness of what's working against you, showing up authentically and starting with compassion. What are those things that are getting in your way? Maybe there's toxic people in your life. Maybe you have habits that aren't serving you well, right? It's taking a look. It's going inside. And that is why, and that's why it's important to embrace and bring to life the entire framework, not just take one piece. It's the whole thing that works together because your attitude really can determine your altitude. And that is why how you show up um, matters so much. Today's episode is brought to you by Honey Love. Ladies, let's talk about shapewear. We all know most shapewear makes you feel like you're being suffocated. That sexy dress in the back of your closet is so freaking cute, but the thought of having your insides squished by your shapewear is just not worth it. That's why Honey Love spent years researching and developing effective shapewear that's actually comfortable. Overly tight, cheap and sticky fabrics that roll up are a thing of the past. Thanks to Honey Love, you can finally feel confident and comfortable in your favorite outfits. We have an exclusive deal for our listeners for a limited time only. You can get Honey Love's best deal they offer. Get 20% off your entire order with the code LABELFREE20 at honeylove.com. That's right, ladies. Get 20% off of your entire order with LABELFREE20 at honeylove.com. Amazing. I got goosebumps through through that whole you breaking it down for me and I can just really relate to it so much. I think that it's very powerful the way that you broke that down. So now when you bring that into an organization, what does that look like for them to start applying this within? So how does that work for them? Yeah, it's really transformational. I think the biggest thing is I there's this vulnerability that I see them go through. Mm-hmm. It's really powerful to watch the transformation. It's this accountability. Sure. It's this, wait a second, I'm a part of the equation. They stop blaming and they start looking inside and saying, what can I do to make things better? Or what have I been doing that's preventing this from working well? It's an accountability piece. It's an awareness piece. It's, you know, the biggest thing is, uh, for the Wizard of Oz lovers out there, Glenda the, Glenda the Good Witch 
says toward the end to Dorothy, you had the power all along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have a quick story that I'd like to share. That's okay. All right. Go for it. When I first left the corporate world after 20 years of being out there, right? I left not knowing what I was going to do next. Okay. But I left because I knew that wasn't where I was supposed to be any longer. And the reason why is because I had this powerful, it's like I saw myself and what my life was. And, and, and what it was, was a visual of me sitting in a car, just like you would if you were going to go into a self-serve car wash, right? Where you drive up, you put your car in neutral, your windows are up, okay? Your foot is off the gas, your foot is off the brake. You sit there and you do nothing. All this action is going on around you. You have nothing to do with it. You're not contributing. You're not being impacted. You're, you're, You're blocked from everything. Yeah. You're in this bubble all by yourself. That's where I was. Yeah. That I thought I was connecting with other people, but not authentically. I thought I was being real, but I really wasn't. And I had to go and just be quiet. And that's actually when I came up with this framework. When I went and took time on my own and said, hold on, what do I want to do? What's going on in my head? And, and I think that's such a, such an important part about it is, is what's going on in your life? How are you reacting? If you're not showing up in your best way, then take a step back and figure out why. Maybe some of it is you, maybe some of it, some of it is your circle, or like I mentioned, maybe some unhealthy habits. And the thing is, what are you going to do about it? Because you have the power. Yeah. Beautiful. So was that scary for you when you stepped away from corporate? Oh my gosh, I was so scared. I was so scared. But the craziest thing is I also had this quiet confidence. Yeah. I found myself calming the people in my life down and I came up with this phrase. Listen, I don't know what's next. I don't know what's going to come next. What I do know is I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And when you go quiet and you go inside and you find that, what is it that I, not my partner, not my kids, not my boss, not my peers, not my friends, not my family. What do I want to do? Yeah. That's what self-compassion looks like. And when you give yourself that self-compassion, oh my goodness, it can just pour from you. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, you make me cry. I have a question in terms of, you know, the, the the framework. What do you think is the hardest one for people to do? Do you think it's this the judgment piece? 100%. Yeah. 100% because we all do. The crazy thing is, is that when I share that framework with people, everybody gasps when I say that because they suddenly become aware, oh, I do that. Yeah. And not only do you do it to others, you do it to yourself as well. And it's very detrimental. You know, the thing is, we don't know somebody, you you said this, you don't know somebody else's story. Nope. There's somebody walking down the street. We don't know their story. We don't know their reality. We created it from a narrative in our head, you know? And the thing is, is the bottom line, we don't like it when people do that to us. Nope, not at all. 
We don't like it. So then why are we doing it to other people? Right? Yeah. It's not healthy. It's not productive. And it's just not nice. Nope. <laughs> Hence, we're here living label free and living our best lives. No judgment. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Amy, where can people find you, connect with you, and learn more about working with you? Yeah, absolutely. So quizenberryconsulting.com, that's my website. Uh, You can also see my LinkedIn profile. I've got a ton of great stuff that I uh, post on LinkedIn all the time. Um, Either Amy Quisenberry or Quisenberry Consulting, you can find both on there. And um, uh, I do also do workshops. And I do, as you mentioned, I do workshops. I'll do several throughout January. Come check them out. They're um, an hour and a half long each session. It's only $54.98, right? Yes. Okay. And the the not only is it a workshop, but it includes time for coaching. So I go over the framework. I talk about it. But there's about 45 minutes for us to do coaching, real-time coaching so that people can experience what are their blockages, what are their barriers, what are they struggling with, so that they walk away hopefully feeling a little bit better, a little bit more empowered, right? And then if they're interested, they can purchase uh, coaching packages. Um, So Quisenberry Consulting is where you can go to purchase those and to learn more about me. You guys have put those links in the show notes. So don't hesitate to connect with Amy on LinkedIn. Go check out her website. If you connected with what she was sharing with us today, do not hesitate to sign up for one of her workshops or sign up for some coaching. I'm sure you would absolutely love to work with her because she's very insightful and in bringing the world into more compassion. So before we start saying goodbye, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to share with us today? Yeah. I think the words of advice is, you know, there's that saying, treat people the way you want to be treated. Yep. I change that. I change that. And the reason why I change it is because we don't always treat ourselves very well. Mm -mm. Treat people the way you would want the person you love more than anybody to be treated. That's the way we all deserve to be treated. Who are you most protective of? Yeah. Right? That's how we want to treat people. That was beautiful. Oh my gosh. You've given me goosebumps. You've given me some tears. Like this was a beautiful episode. I love your story. I love what you're doing. Anyone that I can connect with and bring on the show that is helping the world become a better place is, you know, is a hero in my book. So mm-hmm. we we love it. Thank you, Amy, for what you're doing. Keep us posted on how things go and how we'll have you back to update the audience as you go further into um, rolling this out with your clients. Thank you so much, Deanna. It was such a pleasure and an honor to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu. To live your best life, you must must live label-free. Have a happy new year as I screwed that ending up. But you guys have a great, great kickoff to your new year. Don't forget to live with compassion. If you're having a hard time with that and struggling with that in your life, don't hesitate to reach out to Amy and check out her workshops, check out her website. And we wish you a very happy new year. Take care, you guys. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.